Hi, and welcome to the Fire Up at 55 Plus podcast, a show about how to put yourself first in your second act of life. I'm certified life and weight loss coach Lori Adams, here to empower you to let go of guilt, take charge of your health, then find and fulfill your dreams. It's never too late, so let's get started. Hello, and in this first episode today, you will hear and walk away with your first doable step to blaze a new trail for the fired up life you desire and can have at any age. But first, here's a quote to launch this podcast, and it's from the late, great writer and filmmaker Nora Ephron, who said, Above all, be the heroine of your life, not the victim. This starter episode can get you started now. No spoiler alert, at the very top of this episode, I'm going to give you a bullet list of five steps you can choose from to get going. Each one is an entry point to the new ways of thinking you can embrace to create your transformation over the time period of your choice. Then you'll have every podcast episode ahead to learn the method behind the eventual massive action that will take you from the back burner to a fired up life. So here goes. Step number one. Put on your favorite music, make a cup of tea or coffee, or enjoy a glass of wine. Sit down in a favorite spot and make a dream list, a bucket list, a goal list, vision list, however you define it. Then put it up on a wall, a mirror, or somewhere you will see it every day. On your list, include anything or everything without judgment. This is for fun, motivation, and to get your juices flowing. Don't think about obstacles. And or step number two, buy yourself a paper journal or go into a journaling app that you can use to type entries. If you love a streamlined, pretty or bullet style journal, that's okay. But it's not okay if the look of it is so perfect that you don't want to mess it up. The best coach I ever had told me to just do it and start ugly. From the messy or disorganized mind, gems will emerge. Others say, give yourself permission to just do B-minus work. In other words, if the image of a daily, beautiful diary with a variety of perfect fountain pen entries is going to give you pause to start writing, well, don't let it. Take five minutes each day to write anything you can. But this is important. Your writing will be about your own behavior. I'll repeat that. Your own behavior. It can be about your response or reaction to a person or something good or bad that has happened to you. But the focus of your journal entry should be on your behavior, thought, speech, or action. And or, step number three, discover just how much in the world, especially your own world, that words matter. I first learned this as a journalism minor in college. So, number three for you is to go beyond observing the world to really listening and tune in to the words you hear and read, and then notice what you feel and think about them. In this exercise, it's definitely okay for you to use your own judgment and even be critical about those words. For you, what words seem hurtful, confusing, unkind, or helpful, supportive, even motivating? Here are a couple of my own examples. I've always been drawn to books, programs, speakers, and events about transformation, makeovers, or before and after situations. However, 
when I read or hear that any of these are for self-improvement, the hairs on the back of my neck go up, and I feel so irritated. Hey, you are not flawed or broken. I'm not either. You do not need to be improved. So simply for me, by changing the word improvement to development, I'm ridded of that angry response, and I open up my mind. None of us need to pursue self-improvement. Who is to say what should be improved about anyone? But going after self-development will give you positive growth opportunities. Of course, you don't have to go after that either. It's your choice. But growth, in one way or another, small or large, and some accountability around that growth is going to be a necessity in the long run to realize a changed, transformed life. You own your transformative action in future life, just as you have owned your past, and you will still be the real you, but even more genuine because you'll be living out the real potential that you have kept to yourself. So, more words that I've challenged includes a phrase I reframed for my own better understanding, and that's self-image. You'll hear coaches talk about self-image, and that phrase often conjures up a somewhat superficial definition about how someone appears on the outside. I know these coaches mean image inside and out. But for me, simply changing the word image to identity goes a long way toward a positive connotation. My identity inside and out and for my future self is someone I can define and envision more clearly. I can picture how I show up in the world now and how I want to show up as I grow and transform into the future. And by the way, your future self doesn't have to mean a year from now. It can be any time that's coming up that's important to you. You retire, you envision and become the future self who's going to a family reunion in three months, you start a new job in a few weeks. How do you want to show up for a short-term event that's coming up and for yourself? It can be even motivating and more fun to have an identity in mind for those events, those times. Someone who circulates at the reunion or dresses up a bit more when the new job starts and is taken seriously as someone who shows up on time and is reliable by your new colleagues. These choices and actions are all yours. Another word for me that's troubling is invisible. It seems to go hand in hand with negative news stories now or published reflections on women and aging. Okay, if this is a word you've started to gravitate toward, I'll just say, or maybe I'll scream a little bit, cut it out, like Cher in Moonstruck. Flip the word invisible to unforgettable. Conjure up an image of flinging off the invisibility cloak a la Harry Potter and show up for yourself as you'd like to be. Invisible is someone else's label, not yours, not mine, no guilt about it. So the words were all about step three. Now on to step four. Change something up quickly to enjoy a fun time event experience that is new and interesting and just for you. I once had a coach who was working with a woman who felt completely overwhelmed and exhausted by her many obligations. She stopped doing simple household tasks. Her messy kitchen desk space was piled high with everything from junk mail, paperwork, and kids' school permission slips to dirty dishes and probably a couple of unseen banana peels at the bottom. She blamed herself for this mess, and it was a constant source of irritation and depression. But she just couldn't seem to get going. So the coach, in her wisdom, suggested the woman change just one thing at home and do one thing for her own fun. 
This weary woman removed the top pile in the stack, that's all, and then went outside with her nearly forgotten 35-millimeter camera for a walk in the nearby woods. Those easy first steps eventually led to a tidy desk, tidy kitchen, tidy home, and an expanded photography habit. Atomic Habits book best-selling author James Clear explains such growth better than I can. Hey, so maybe your one action is to read a chapter of his book or listen to the audio version while you commute. If self-development is, in, is as enjoyable for you as it is for me, that might be something fun, but it's likely your reading fun would be more the stuff of a beach book or poolside book with water and sun included. Then have at it. And or step number five, consider what you really think about aging in today's society, in your circle of friends today, or in your family today, or at work today, you get it. Is it negative, hopeful, optimistic? Cut out pictures for a poster or scrapbook, or make a Pinterest board with photos or drawings that represent your negative thoughts or images about aging that come to mind. Then, the fun part, find an equal amount of photos or pins or even more than an equal amount, that flip those sad images to positive ones. In future episodes, I'll talk about a lot of role models and success stories that show you how you can show up stronger and happier in your second act. As you lean in to transformative thoughts and actions, start to find your own role models of your similar age and begin to immerse yourself in situations and with people that inspire or support versus drag you down. So, take a step this week out of victimhood to become, as Nora Ephron said, the heroine of your own journey. To recap, step one, make a dream list without judgment and post it where you can see it every day. And or step two, get a journal to write in or an app you can type in and begin to write about your own behavior in the situations of your life. And or step three, Be attuned to the words that draw significant feelings from you as you listen to others, to TV and films, and as you read. Are there certain words that make you cringe or others that inspire? Why? And or step four, change things up and do something new for fun or that pleases you. This isn't the time to ask your husband out on a date or go for ice cream with your child or grandchild. This is something just for you trying a new hobby, browsing for a good book and finding a great spot to read it, going to a salsa dance class, getting a new fancy schmancy spa treatment you've never heard of, like bathing in squishy clay or such, taking a guitar lesson. Don't announce it to anyone. Just do it for yourself. A little self-care goes a long way. And or step five. Find, clip, and post on a wall at home or on a private Pinterest board some visual impressions of aging the way you don't want it to go, and the way you do. Follow role models of your own age on social media. Begin to think about who your real people, your peeps are, for your future self. As an example, my sister just joined a wonderful singing group and recaptured a talent she hadn't practiced for decades. She's more joyful on the regular than I remember her being for a long time. And that's in her 50s. Most of all, enjoy the process of getting to know yourself better and releasing some of the expectations you have felt and internalized about how the rest of the world sees you. Start with an open mind and one or more of those five doable steps given to you today. If you'd like a written list of the steps, please send me an email with the subject line steps 
to hello at laurieadamscoaching.com. You and I will go much beyond these beginning steps as the podcast continues every week to fire you up for your second act at your newly liberated age over 55. Whether you're looking for a better career, a retirement where your time is your own, how to handle money, your money, create better relationships, or even walk away from one that isn't what you want, I'm fired up to delve into much more for a variety of your goals. I've got some interviews recorded in the bank from top experts and wonderful coaches in all areas of life, and I can't wait for you to listen to them for your doable transformation. And of course, you can subscribe to hear more of the Fire Up at 55 Plus wherever you download your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening. To contact me directly, please reach out via email to hello at laurieadamscoaching.com. And I invite you to take a look at my flaming hot webpage, fireup at 55plus.com. That's fireup, the word at 55plus.com. And until next week, make the most of your sizzling second act.